0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to La Cantina MX Football Podcast. Live here on Twitter Spaces and on YouTube. We're going to be talking about Mexico's last result, which was against Qatar. A shocking defeat and who they will be facing in the quarterfinals. Also, Liga Mekis, thank God, is back and we will be going over week one results. That and much more. We hope we join you on Twitter Spaces. If you're listening, raise your hand to speak and we'll try to squeeze you in. And if you're on YouTube, feel free, all you keyboard warriors, to start talking shit. Tonight, we have our good friend, Joel and Abdias joining us. Gentlemen, how are we doing? Don't all speak at once Do- now. Doing well, gentlemen. Thank you for having us. Yeah.
1: Good, man. I'm, I'm good. Mexico lost, but Chivas won. So the week evened up for me.
0: <laughs> That's right. You know, I, I don't know. At this point, are we are we doing club over country? Or are you guys still supporters of the Mexican <laughs> national team after they were embarrassed by Qatar on Sunday?
1: I, I don't think it was embarrassed. You had uh, Max with, with with 25 maybe shots or opportunities. To Qatar's one. I mean, but
0: which is, makes it more embarrassing.
1: So, <laughs> no, to me, embarrassed was if Qatar had dominated them or just exposed them, you know. Um, which it did, didn't really happen. They That's held on exactly the to
2: cada quien de repente le un pedo mujer.
1: Okay, and that's what the target. <laughs> <is>. <laughs> <laughs> well, then dude, dude, let's not discount who's coaching them. Kiros Yeah, that dude. What, he sucks now. <laughs> you know, he's 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 you know seasoned coach. He, he's bound to get a good a good proper result. And let's not forget, since Mex was already qualified and pretty much had the first place in lockdown. Um, you know, Jimmy was, you know, he, he, he started with what, like five, six different players. You know, you're bound to, you have to try something It's might as well try it in a match, you know, one of these games instead of a, a Molero where the other team is, you know, playing, going all out.
0: What I will say about. The game on Sunday, two things. Number one, I will not be taking my family to any Mexico games in the near future or anytime soon. What happened off the pitch was embarrassing. There was a fight that broke out. Someone brought a knife to the game, stabbed someone in the chest. Dude almost died, And but they did find the guy who did it out in dusty Sacramento. But, I mean, it's been three matches here in the States. Arizona, Dallas, and, uh, you know, San Jose. Um, I'm sorry, they didn't play in Dallas. They played in uh, Houston. But then this next game's in Dallas. It's like, and there's been violence at every single game, right? So, you know, and there's also been very clear puto chance as well. So, unfortunately, this is not uh, a family-friendly event anymore. A lot of A lot of drunk people, a lot of stupid decision-making. And I know FIFA and Coca-Cola want to clear, the, you know, they want to they want to hide this and 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 make sure no one's watching because, you know, you're about two three years from a World Cup, and and you don't want to see that. You don't want to see that people are not able to uh, be safe at these events.
1: Physical and verbal assault, timing. You think they're gonna just push for the fan ID?
0: Yeah, I mean, it took a couple of days for them to figure out who did that. So I'm surprised they haven't done uh, fan ID. Especially
1: with the amount of games they are going to be playing. And we can rest assured it's a lot of the same fans that will be going to the games.
0: Yeah, you know, and not too long ago, there was a America Atlas match here in uh, San Jose. There was also a Cruz Azul uh, friendly here, and both times there was a lot of violence. Uh, in that America game, someone just like straight up trashed like one of the cars in the parking lot. Like we're thought we're talking like straight up demolished. And then at the Cruz Azul game, there was a shooting. So you know, San Jose yeah. is not you know it's not like oh you know it's Silicon Valley. Nah, dude. It's Them there for
1: teams. That's that's to be expected. Jaime. Mean. <laughs>
0: you shouldn't want to, like, look, dude. I, when I was a kid, my uncle would take me to these matches. My first match was in Oakland, uh, and when I was 10 years old, and you know, you would see broncas, but you wouldn't see like that kind of violence with like, you know, gunshots and stabbings and shit. Like, yeah, yeah, things are getting out of hand, is all I'm saying. You, when
1: I was, when I started, like, way back. When I used to go to the games, you would you would get sometimes, but it was outside of the stadium, not in the stadium. So yeah. you would hear of a gunshot or someone getting stabbed, but they left it, you know, you know, like like the kids in school, you know, be like, watch, watch after class.
2: <laughs> I mean, but guys, we act like we're surprised. This shit happens at MLB games, this shit happens at NFL games, it happens in hockey games. Does it though? It happens everywhere. It does. I don't see people it getting really stabbed at hockey
0: games dog. I mean,
2: not always, but like le meten una putiza, le una putiza en los fans.
0: I believe that like, uh, Dodgers games maybe because Dodgers fans are the worst in baseball. But bro, I I grew up going to Dodgers games. And that's oh, exactly go. what I'm talking about. You gotta
3: be a... los pinches Dodgers. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta you use the
0: Dodgers as an example. Common denominator. You gotta, you gotta bring your, your glove. And I'm, I'm not talking about your baseball too. glove. I'm talking about your boxing gloves. So when we go to a Dodgers game. What's Mexican? Is it
1: pochos? Is it pochos or or
0: is the fools
1: or Mexicans? Because the Mexican, fools gone,
0: gone wild, dude.
1: Because <laughs> we need to, uh, to differentiate, right? The pochos yeah, nice. will be the ones born here, and then the. Mexicans would be the ones that just got here.
2: I'm going to tell you the same thing that a Dominican Uber driver once told me when I was living up in New Hampshire. You know, really nice area. And he's like, hey, carnal, ¿hay muchos hispanos por aquí? Like, ¿neta? No. Dice, que bueno, porque muchos de nosotros arrinamos un lugar.
0: And that's exactly <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Damn. He's like, don't tell your friends or family about New Hampshire.
1: <laughs> Damn.
0: That's it. Yeah, that's funny as hell hey look man the violence it's 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 shameful it's a shameful shameful thing to happen and i know that this is not gonna sit well with like fifa for sure i mean dude i saw that video everybody saw that video even my sister saw that video the dude like bleeding out dude and like no one no no one's dude he was just like oh what's going on dude he kept wiping it He put a and fucking I, t-shirt over that. I'm like, dude, that's not going to fix that, man. He kept beer, just pouring, pouring beer on it. Pour beer.
1: To to
3: the P word, but this, like nobody cares about, you don't see activist groups going crazy about attempted murder on the stands. The, but, but the, the stab word. was just one guy. The P word, though. Oh, yeah. The, the yeah, stab was one just guy, but you penetrated can one like, guy. like not family <laughs> um, ambience, you know, like all those things. You could talk about how it to a potential mass shooting, since obviously nothing was checked out as far as weapons. Like, you could really delve into the situation, how it's not safe. But you don't see anybody talking about it.
0: They're more upset about the, the P-chance and, uh, even FIFA is not allowing the, uh, that armband for the World Cup. I don't know. It's like, dude, you guys got your focus on the wrong thing, man. But, uh, Aside from the point, you know, talking about the match, it doesn't matter who's coach. Jimmy, Tata, Osorio, like, for the last 30 years, I still have not seen Mexico figure out the bunker ball. Qatar played the game beautifully. They did, like, a Morocco type of, you know, game plan, and it worked. And I think the most frustrating thing is, like, doesn't matter who's fucking coach, bro. This bunker is, like, our Achilles heel, we don't know how to de- we don't know how to defend it. We don't know how to attack it. It's just like, if you want to beat Mexico, you do exactly what Qatar did, bro.
3: Well, it looks like Jimmy didn't even prepare for that. Like I know you said, like other coaches haven't figured it out, but kind of looks like they're expecting teams to like leave space in the back and not play this bunker ball. And then when they actually <laughs> minute 40, 50, 60, they see they can't do nothing about this bunker ball, then they start freaking out. Like They were talking about how Jimmy doesn't like playing with two strikers, but it's like one of those like break in case of emergency situations. And that's what he did. All of a sudden, he starts playing with two strikers in the final minutes, I think last 15, 20 minutes of the game. But before that, it was like he wasn't ready for it. I guess he just thought Qatar was just going to leave space. They're going to attack back and forth or something. It looks like there was no preparation on their end for that type of game, which is stupid because look at their coach. He's played that exact style with Israel at the last two World Cups and has had success.
0: Like qualifiers, because I don't remember Israel at a World Cup.
3: Yeah, weren't they just played this recent? No, my bad. Not Israel, uh, Iran.
0: Oh, I was about to say, bro. I'm like, uh...
3: yeah, Middle East, I, I, you know what I meant. Yeah, you,
0: yeah, you tell a Jew that they're from Iran, you'll see what happens, doc, and vice versa. <laughs> Back, bro. <laughs> Same shit. It's like when you call a, uh, you know, Central American Mexican, bro. It doesn't sit well but uh korean obviously, chinese you know what i meant obviously tomato he, tomato you know Kidos dominicans was dominicans and puerto ricans yeah quito's was uh you know sir alice ferguson's like right hand man at united so this guy has he knows what he's doing and he did he did a really really great job he played jimmy like a fiddle and here's the thing i don't like is like everybody started hyping this motherfucker up like Day one, hopping the Lambo, Jimmy. It's him. He's Mexican. He's going to take us to, you know. And then uh, the first sign of turbulence, everybody's like, oh, look what he did with the Ferrari, the Lambo. It's like, you know, damaged goods now. It's like, dude, why do we? <laughs> why are we so extreme? I don't understand why we have – why, we, so why do we me. do this? Why do we give ourselves <laughs> these crazy expectations? And it's then it's ter- we're, we are – Toxic as fuck, bro. Toxic (laughs) as fuck. It's a selling point, you know?
2: I was going to say, I mean, why else do I refer to my wife as La Toxica? (laughs) (laughs) That's literally what it is.
3: I mean, the media knows it too. The media knows the audience loves that toxic attitude. So the media plays the same role as well. You know, one day he's like, Jimmy, why... Jim... I, I remember on media people talking about, Jimmy should have been the coach after the Olympics. No ifs or buts. And then after the Qatar game, Jimmy's not ready. Hopefully they're looking for somebody yeah, else.
0: Yeah, I know, man. N is definitely the biggest culprit here because the games have been broadcasted on N and they keep showing that, you know, Lam- Lam- Lambo, Jimmy meme. They keep talking about it. They put it on social media, and, you know, everybody's been talking about it. And then, like, yeah, like, the first sign of, like, defeat, they're like, all right, so uh, who else is next? Who, who do we got? They should be looking for someone.
1: <laughs> Bro,
3: they took a cool, funny name, nickname, and made it annoying.
0: Yep. It's like yeah, it's like, it's it's like mean, when your aunt finally <laughs> discovers Bad Bunny, like, ah, we got to throw him away now. Yeah, It's exactly. not cool but anymore. When, when your parents cast
3: on a trend, that's how it feels like with this. Speaking, Jimmy.
0: speaking of that um quick just quick plug we are on threads now yeah we have a new social uh platform so you know we'll be posting more stuff on there um looks like it might be taking over twitter we'll see disco fever oh. yeah 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 says boycott with a lot of exclamation points and then Osorio was the only one who figured it out. Only lost once in Concacaf qualifying. Thanks for those. Yeah, l- but he didn't. He yeah, didn't win he did a match that matters. What happened?
1: But not, not not you know not so much that he ate shit sandwiches. But you want the coach that's going to win that game that takes next to the next. You know, like that that key game, like like uh, winning the second round, or, or you know him nor La Volpe as good as the Mex played. They weren't able to get to get those key wins. I mean La Volpe aside from the the Gold Cup where he played all games at Azteca. But that's you know maybe they sh- maybe they should have brought him back. Mex, you see Mex playing the World Cup at Azteca. Um but outside he he never did that good. Um and so it's Same with Osorio, in 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 the games where he could have or he should have won, uh, second round, just never did.
3: Hey, let's put a little respect on Osorio. He won in Canada, Honduras.
1: Yeah, but World Cup qualifying
3: matches, like in the first. Yeah, but World Cup qualifying,
1: dude. Years. But we're not. We're not. Yeah, but see, okay, see, we've had this discussion before. But you build up on that.
3: I'm just saying, if no, someone but see. deserved a second chance, it was Osorio. And well, he reason, didn't want it. Yeah, and the reason that chance never came was because the media killed it. Can you imagine all four years, your award being questioned? Like, why is he rotating players? Like, that's something you do at a club. You True. should only do that national team. And you're like, dude, I see these guys, like, five times a year. Of course I'm going to have to rotate. You think but, I'm going to 11 for the five windows I get them?
1: Like, but, you I'm know, adapting
3: go, to the rival.
1: Go- going back to that, didn't win for 2030, that's because they don't play there often. It's not like they were going into Honduras every year and playing and losing. It, so that's the that same with Canada. They weren't really going into those venues and playing. That's That kind of... So it's it's sort of like they, they're they hyping that up, like if Max said never know. won. I
3: remember seeing a lot of losses in Columbus within the last 10, 15 years.
1: Columbus what? Columbus, that one... That one, yeah, that one was the major one because they, had they hadn't really won. I don't think they never won there. but And that's where the U.S. would always take Max or always takes Max for World Cup qualifying. But, I mean, if you're bringing a coach, it's not for World Cup qualifying. You're bringing them for if you're in, like, at the World Cup, to try to get to that fifth game and beyond. And yeah, so well, that's he, what I'm saying.
3: He did well outside of Mexico, like, in these zones that other coaches have struggled with. And I always feel like someone should have two World Cups because that first World Cup is a learning experience, If you, especially if you've never been there. Like, you know, someone like Osorio or, like, Herrera in his moment. Like, it's always going to be a learning experience. It's like taking a kid whose family never went to college and he's, like, the first college person to go there and there's all these new experiences. You might fuck up your first year. That second year, you might, you know, blossom. It's the same thing, man. You can't go to a World Cup the biggest tournament of all, and be expected to do amazing your first experience there. You and the players, it's a learning experience for both of you. And the idea is the second time around you ironed out some kinks and now you know what to expect and you can plan it better. I i think a coach needs two cycles. It doesn't matter who it is. They just need two cycles as long as they want to be there and the players want him there.
2: Yeah, but the Mexican media won't let you. That's one of the problems. Oh, they won't. Right? And then they because won't. just like, you know, the, the argument of, hey, why don't we change the Liga into a long season structure? It's not feasible because we want immediate results every time. Siempre agar- agarramos a la carrera. ¿verdad? And we want to win now. Which is something that I said before on the pod of that Mexico doesn't know of un proceso largo. They don't know how to follow a process.
3: Yeah. Yeah, you you could win Nations League, Gold Cup, go to the World Cup, make quarterfinals, lose, then the following Gold Cup, lose the final to Jamaica 3-0, and they'll ask for your head to be cut off that you're not that guy, even though the intention of your second chance was to go back at the World Cup again, like the first little quote unquote fracasso, they want you out of there, and it's the media though, because that's what sells, that's what gets people going, and the media will never allow for a coach to be able to do two cycles. It just won't happen.
0: And I, you know, I mentioned it on the the podcast where Jimmy was announced interim. I'm like, if there was a time to do this, it's now because there is no repercussions. We don't have any. And uh we're already in the next world cup we're already qualified so it's like you can use these this this cycle to to give someone a chance that normally wouldn't have a chance and then keep them on learn from that for for the 2030 what you know so it's like this would be the time to do it and if they decide to hey you know what jimmy you know we appreciate you but we're gonna go with someone with more experience I think it's going to be... And they're a foreigner. I don't think it's going to sit well with a lot of fans. And that would be, what, like the third coach in less than a year. So, I think it's Mexico's best interest to to give him the time that he needs. Mexico will be facing Costa Rica in the next rounds. And then they will be playing the winner of Guatemala versus Jamaica if they get through. Um, so... I mean, the opponents are going to be a little bit more competitive, but I, I don't see Mexico not making the final. Have you seen Jamaica? Jamaica looks good. I mean, they're probably like the best team in form uh, for sure. Well, Is Jamaica yeah. on our side of the bracket? They are, so we would play the oh, winner yeah, of man. that. And uh, also, I don't know, you know, who would you rather face? Because Flaco Tena... Is coaching Guatemala, and I know that he would be able to, uh, you know, if anyone's gonna know your opponent better, it's 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 him. So, but we did play Guatemala uh, leading up to this as a friendly, and we did beat them. But yeah, I mean, either either opponent would be a really good test for Jimmy. Uh, we got to get past Costa Rica first, but I, I don't I don't think Costa Rica have brought their best. I would say nah,
3: Guatemala. Costa Rica's in a slump. I would say Guatemala easily. Tena's gonna play like defensive, but stuff like that, but not as defensive as Qatar. And then I saw the Guadalupe, Guatemala game. That Guadalupe team could have been up easily like three, four, nothing. It just sucked at finishing, and eventually, like Guatemala came back. Mm -hmm. Jamaica will be more beneficial in the sense that they're not gonna sit deep. Like they'll attack, they'll play open, and you know you have those spaces to score. But at the same time, they take advantage of your spaces so well. That team's stacked, like, for CONCACAF-wise. That's pretty much like a Premier League team right there.
0: I just know Leon Bailey's a nightmare. He's a problem. And I don't think uh, Jorge Sanchez is the answer or Gallardo. The
3: answer is Alan Mosso.
0: Yeah, but I'm okay with not... Having Chivas players in this in this cup run,
3: I agree. (laughs) You know those guys want to be on the team. Like I feel bad for Moso that he's not on the team because he dies to be on the team. Like that's his main goal. Yeah. But as a Chivas fan, I'm so glad he's not there.
0: Yeah, I agree. On the other side of the bracket, USA faces Canada, and Panama versus Qatar. So that that will be the the other side of the bracket. As far as USA and Canada how do they, you know, line up with each other? I would probably say USA is going to be the favorite, right?
2: I would. They've been performing well. They've golearon el último juego, they've been they have been dominating. Whether we like it or not, they have been dominating in their games. Yeah,
3: but they haven't really had like difficult opponents either. And Canada's, like, booty right now as far as, like, the roster they have. The real contenders are Mexico, Jamaica, the U.S., and I think wh- whoever were to play Jamaica first would be in the most danger. So if it's Mexico versus Jamaica first, Mexico's in the most danger because now you got to play Jamaica and the U.S. as opposed to only facing one of them, which ideally would be the final. But if the U- U.S. has an easy path to the final, Jamaica's not in front of them.
0: I would love to see USA get past Canada and then lose to Qatar because Qatar might just continue to play that that card and defend and bunker ball and get a goal. And we might see them make the final like Greece did in the 2004 Euro Cup. So I think that would be funny.
3: That would be a possibility because K. Rose was just a coach for uh, Iran, right? In the World
0: Cup. Yes.
3: And Iran played the U.S. and the U.S. barely won what,
0: 1-0? I think so, yeah.
3: Yeah, Yeah, so I mean, he had that experience of playing the U.S. and it was like the U.S. best players. So he kind of like knows what worked for him and what didn't. And I think he can plan that game very well with Qatar. So it might be one of those where Mexicans are mad as hell that they lost to Qatar and they think it's embarrassing. And then they're celebrating that Qatar beats the U.S. Hermano, Catari, ya
2: eres Mexicano.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'll be honest. Outside of the Mexico matches, I really have not been watching Gold Cup. It's just, you know, it doesn't get my dick hard. I'm sorry. This this is a really trash tournament, and it happens every two years. So, you know, uh, we'll see what happens to Mexico. They will face Costa Rica, if I'm not mistaken, on either Thursday or Friday.
3: You need so to then, pick up sports betting.
0: Don't oh, make I'm watch. sorry. They actually face them on Saturday. <clears throat> Why so far out? I don't understand.
2: Got to give them time to rest. rest. But then, am I correct in assuming that we're all club over country here? Because I feel the exact same way. Pinche trofile
3: chocolate. I don't care about it. <laughs> I've been club over country for like the last two years.
2: I've been there, man. I've been I've been getting there.
0: Yeah, I mean, we can just segue right into Liga Mekis. It kicked off on Friday, and I think it came to everyone's shock that Juárez beat América. I wish Ricardo was here so we he could talk shit. He's always missing when things like this happen. I don't know if it's a coincidence or not, but he's
3: the one that's hiding. No, that's All
0: what right? I'm saying. He's always hiding. With, with... esa putiza. <laughs>
3: I promise you, the guy that did the stabbing at the Mexico game is an America fan.
0: Oh. Somebody, find his
3: Somebody find his Facebook and he's going to have an America jersey. I promise you.
0: Yeah, man, for sure. Absolutely. But America at home, by the way, lost to Juarez 2 1. They were up 1 0. And then in the last 10 minutes of the match, they lost it to Juarez, who. Have an interesting project going on. Chivas and a few of their prospects out there for loans and they just signed Depuy. Um, so yeah, it seems like they have some uh, some momentum going into this tournament. It may even be a dark horse.
3: That that's one of my dark horses. If Juarez does not finish top six, I'll be surprised. They have veteran leadership like Talavera. They have other veteran players, and they have youth so talent said, as well.
0: Wait, so it's said the left to... Uh, yeah, Cruz Azul. Cruz Azul, oh, okay. Acá
3: papá. Yeah, so... But no, I still think that it's promising. There was a video leaked of uh, Talavera motivating them. He's like, it's a bunch of whole new faces. We don't really even know each other, but we're all, like, pushing the same way. And we're going to win tonight. And they went out, and they won. And it seems like they're all on board. You know, they're all trying to make a name for themselves. Because, you know, the club doesn't really stand out. So might as well make yourself stand out with results. And I don't know. I think Juarez finishes top six.
0: All right, man. I'm going to hold you to that. I'm going to write that down. Top six finish for Juarez. You know, one thing that I really did not factor into this is we are going to squeeze in three match days. And then we're going to be on hiatus for about a month. And I don't know how much of that will be affecting them after the league resumes, right? This is where teams can get off to a great start, build a, build a nine point lead. And then when they come back from the league's cup, you know, if if they need to get back into that rhythm or momentum uh, of that competition of, of league MX, um, you know, you already built, you already have three games under your belt. So we'll be interesting to see how that works out. I'm not, I'm not a fan of, of like the stop and go and and especially for leagues cup man it's like really like you're gonna pause the season because of that tournament like it's not even all right whatever man <laughs> I don't know I don't I don't see the point of doing that Are you telling me that you're not gonna watch the Cruzeiro intern I mean I'm sure I'll watch it if it's on because I'm not gonna pay for Apple TV I'll tell you that right now Nah they
2: in any. Everyone is going to be broadcasting that one for free. It's the biggest game this side of the world, all right, just because of Messi. But the thing is, what I was going to say was, dude, it's Liga Yameki's. Nine points don't mean shit, all right? So you can build your lead, but here's what's going to happen. League's Cup is a knockout tournament, so you have teams that are going to be paused for close to a month, month and a half, all right? Of just zero action,
3: nothing.
0: I thought it was uh, three three matches, no? Like three group matches?
3: Yeah, there's a group stage, and yeah. then it becomes uh, And then it
2: out. becomes knockout. Yeah. Exactly. So you are going to have teams that are going to be parked. Right? So, ¿qué a pasar? a pasar lo mismo que cuando pasa when there's uh, the bye week in Mexico. Right? Las gorritas van a venir, to el dedo.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure How did it go for Cruz Azul, by the way? You know what, bro? Puesto madre. alright?
2: That's how it went <laughs> No, I, we genu- I genuinely really?
0: don't know, man They lost? Yes. Sir. Oh, man, we lost We got to our asses handed to us
2: By Atlas And that's because Atlas fucking took mercy on us uh, Dude, it, it was not a good game Um Los refuerzos no han llegado, Antuna, which I hate to fucking say this is way more important than we ever thought that it was. Charlie wow. didn't step up, West Coast wasn't even playing. So it was it wasn't good. And then Orita, Cruz Azul isn't doing too hot internally because they're all kind of bothered that Salcedo was given the uh the captain's ban.
0: Oh. Uh, and do you, whose decision was that? Tucas?
2: Probably. I think so. I think they
0: said it was Tukas. Did Tuka coach him at Juarez? Yes. Oh, okay, okay. Well, there you go. He came because Tuka requested him. Oh, okay. I guess,
3: he's, he's, Tuca like, likes he's,
0: like, he's like, that's my guy. I want him. And, you know, fair enough. How does it feel to get scored on what was supposed to be your refuerzo? Because Eduardo, Eduardo Aguirre was supposed to join you guys, right?
2: He was. He was. And it fell apart at the last minute Damn. because of the medical test. So why and is And that he... was the thing, man. Fucking Vix wouldn't shut the fuck up about it. I was like, Damn, sí, I, I, didn't you really see one of the, I was like, I one know, of the
3: right? Time. I actually wanted him for cheap like so, three like, tournaments
0: ago. What's the difference between, all right, you're not good, you, you failed your medical, but you're still able to go to Atlas? Like, I don't understand what the difference is. Like, it's not like a.
3: Same owner.
0: Oh, maybe.
3: Yeah, same owner. So, oh, okay. just moving spots around yeah. to benefit Santos in some way. But yeah, so, it's pretty that can... weird that he can play when Chris as soon he couldn't.
2: So the concern with Cruz Azul isn't that he's bad right now. Like, right now he's okay, but the, I don't know, there's like un desgarro or something like that that he has going on that they're concerned about in the future, like towards the end of the season or maybe even a la, en la clausura. I see. So what, so what Cruz Azul said is like, hey, we'll, we'll bring him over, we'll buy him, but if he gets injured, you guys pay his bill. Because we're already getting damaged, partially damaged goods. And at that point, Santos said, I see. You pay me in full or nothing. And then that's where they both felt fell apart.
3: Mm. Man, Speaking of broken goods, what's going on with Santos, man? They were booty last season. And they started with a two loss home versus Querétaro.
0: Yeah, I mean, they lost Mudo, and I don't know if Diara ended up. I forgot their Brazilian Doria.
1: They turned, they turned into the redheaded stepchild once Orlegi purchased Atlas. And then that, and then after Atlas, with their huge success, because that celebration dwarfed anything ever seen at La Comarca Lagunera. And so then after Orlegi achieved that. Goes in and gets a second division team in Spain, and that's that's his focus over there. Now, Santos was just like a stepping stone. Man, I I, I feel they'll continue to do good, they might not be as good as they were when Orlegi had like the entire focus on them.
0: One thing that's uh one last thing about Juarez, especially with this Luca Martinez transfer, the the Puy, because he was also linked with Chivas. Someone said that he had debt, like his other club, uh, Rosario, had debt. And I guess one of the socios from that club was also affiliated with Juarez. So they decided to just give him for free. Yeah, I thought that was interesting.
1: Wait. Was the guy that used to be at, at it's Andres Fasi.
3: I read that they got him like for one point eight.
0: Was it? I mean, I, because it, it was like Chivas didn't want to pay. I don't know. It was some some type of shady shit going on. Yeah.
1: Well, that's the point. The shady stuff. I don't think it's what Chivas wanted to pay. I think it's more what how they could manage the transaction if he went to. If he went to Juarez, and then from there, if he has one, two good seasons, he's going to be a really hot commodity and he's going to be worth quadruple. Yeah. You know, and and then we know how the Liga MX
0: up. His
3: value has already gone up. Yeah, I just read it. Uh, Fassi, who's uh, owner of like Tallades, that team. Talleres. Talleres. uh, Rosario owns the money. So fazi who's also an assessor for Juarez, made the move and like pretty much saw him the debt is liquidated now. Thank you. Yeah. Damn, that's crazy.
0: Shit. Yeah, it's interesting.
1: Yeah, Chivas keep tabs. I, I could see him wanting to go to Chivas, one of the you know one, one of those teams eventually. He, he knows because I mean he already played with the Mex national team. He's yep. a national. Uh, also has Sargentine.
3: and then um, a buddy. typical Pachuca negotiating getting him for free, and then some Chivas for ten million. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> I will tell you, if this boy starts scoring goals, it's gonna be a lot of money. And uh, yeah, that's just how it goes for Chivas, the ba- the and, worst and then, negotiators.
1: Well, and then you also want to like think, why would he go to Juarez? You know. <clears throat> And I think it's the people he's surrounded with. And you're going into a, you have a Max national team going into a World Cup, starving for strikers. So his best bet was being Max, you know, and absolutely make the best of it. And if he's good, I wouldn't be surprised if he, if he, you know, finds himself, you know, in the final. What is it now? It used to be 23. It's a, uh, what? 28, what they moved it to, the roster?
0: For the World Cup, you mean? Yeah. Um, I don't know if they expanded it, did they?
3: I know the last World Cup they did, but I don't know if that's official for the next one. I think the last one was just like COVID-related and Mm.
1: stuff. (laughs) COVID. (laughs) Well, yeah, let's see. Let's see if this guy is...
3: Yeah, it's a smart yeah. choice by him. I mean, if he wants to make the Mexican national team, even though he's, he was playing in Argentina, he wasn't getting that many minutes. But if he blows up in the low post scene, they're gonna like he's gonna have to get called up to the main team. Yeah,
0: so, keep tabs on his Meanwhile, Mazatlán Pachuca tied one-one. San Luis Monterrey also tied one-one. Ángel Saldivar scoring off a of PK. You know, people talk shit about Saldivar. I was one of them, but it was nice to have someone that was uh, your designated PK taker. I feel like Pocho has been kind of shaky at times. He's missed a few, and yeah, Chivas always have that that problem with, with PKs. Just having one do that you know is not going to miss.
3: Yeah, but you knew that it was all he was on score as well.
0: Yeah, for sure. But, I mean, I'm looking at, like, who we try to replace him with, Ormeño and fucking Rios, and it's, like, it would have probably been best to keep Zalivar, honestly, dude. Like, yeah. Meanwhile, Rayados have just signed Sergio Canales. I don't know if it's official, but it's a pretty big rumor. Um, How would that affect the Mexican league, man? I mean, Sergio Canales is... I wouldn't say he's a pretty big name, but, I mean, that's a, definitely a, a shocking signing, right?
3: I think in a good way. I think if he, like, does well and, like, he loves where he's at, you know, players talk amongst themselves. You might see more players from Spain make the move. and That might give Mexico, you got Mickey some recognition. You know, you look down upon us, you call us indios, You think, like, you know, we deserve the crumbs that you put out. And your players actually like playing over here. They have a high respect towards it. So I think it's a good bet for the league, well, especially for Monterrey too.
0: Yeah, I mean, he was a Real Madrid player, then Valencia, and then he did play alongside Vela at Real Sociedad. So, um, you know, now he, now he's at Betis, and I'm sure Guardado has spoken highly of of going to Mexico. So... It's a pretty cool move. You know, it's always uh, encouraging to see big names uh, in Liga Mekis, right? We've we've had Jignac. We've had Florin tauin We've had, you know, some other players that may or not have been, you know, what was it Jeremy Menez? Like, we've had some, some hit or miss, but it's always nice to see that uh, Mexico can attract European players. Well,
3: Mexico Dinero, he is the best-paid player in the league now.
0: Oh, shit, for real?
3: Yeah, they're saying Damn. he's the best-paid player, so I'm curious to know how much that is. I'm curious to know how much, like, yeah, his wages That's crazy. make up of, um, like, budget, like, of another team. I remember someone, I don't remember who was said, but they said, like, back in the day, Cruz Azul had, like, three, four ballers, and it made up, like, those three, four guys made up 40% of the team's, like, wage bills. Wow. So I'm curious to see Canales. How much these games pay like what to leave Spain and you're like the number 10 like for bet these yeah it has to be like 5 to
0: 7 Damn. I don't wonder how much Jignac makes but uh I think it
1: was around it, the 5 yeah not counting like sponsorships just his just his wages was about yeah like 5 um are you saying this guy's making what, six or seven?
3: No, that's a guess. It's a guess. I mean Oh no, he... I don't
1: think it goes over five. I I doubt it <laughs> it will go over five. And then that guy is not more known than Guignac, so I think they're just hyping it out. They're calling a bomba, but to me refuerzo bomba everyone knows. Everyone and their mothers knows who that is.
0: I mean remember he's... is that
2: regios they hate each other. So if they can gas up their player to making that look, like, lesser, that's what they're going to do.
0: <laughs> I would say in Spain that everybody knows who he is. So it's not like he's a nobody.
1: Yeah, but it's Bomba. I'm not saying he's a nobody, but, you know, when they used to say, oh, refuerzo Bomba, it was like right. Ronaldinho, for example, Ronaldinho, or Bebeto, Nessa. Piojo Lopez to um, to America, and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, in, in that, look at all the players I just mentioned. Even yeah, this guy just he, he, couldn't, he just a, doesn't belong in that stage.
0: I have a question for you, Joel. Yes. Was Cardoso a bomba, or did he become, like, was he, he unknown? Became, yeah, he was unknown, yeah,
1: right? He, yeah. was, he was unknown, and he, he had gone to Switzerland, I believe. And he failed. Imagine that. And, and it's one of the <laughs> things we talk. It, it's one of the things we talk about. You know, about going to Europe. And just because you failed doesn't mean you suck. It's so many reasons. Could have had a bad coach, teammates, tactics. You know, so many reasons. Um, and good for Max. He he returned and he landed in Toluca, and he struggled a bit at first. I think the first two seasons, and then he just blew up. And he went to become one of the greatest uh, delanteros in the league. Yeah, dude. Seeing his goals, when I see, like, highlights, dude, they were crazy, man.
0: Oh, man, he was the best. Yeah. He he had two seasons in Switzerland for St. Gallen, scored 12 goals on 31 appearances. Then he went to Universidad Católica in Chile. And then he went to Olympia and then he went to Toluca. So yeah, I mean he was definitely like I don't know if he was already being capped by the national team. Um, when he was at, he probably was, right?
1: You're going too far back, Jaime. You're going back <laughs> to you going back like thirty
0: years, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um well we've made it forty minutes without talking about the hottest team right now.
1: Her oh, player,
0: her oh, player, I think. Guadalajara off to a great start to this season. Obviously, still upset about losing that final to Tigres. They they came in. They they went to León. They scored first with Boyo Brisueño, Then he was on the fault on receiving the goal. Um, on that on that header, it was like really his his marker that he lost. And then, just when things were looking like it was going to go to a draw, uh, a debutee, Jonathan Padilla, scores a game-winning goal. He's only 17 years old and a dream debut for this kid. Um, The one thing that didn't sit well with me was after that goal, it's like Baunovic forgot about how he lost the final because this dude decided to bunker for the remaining minutes of the match, which was 9 plus 5, so about... You know 15 14 minutes of stop it you know all together and uh it looked like leon were were very close to getting that equalizer so
1: you don't do you don't think pao saw something though where he's like all right i need to close shop
0: i don't think it's uh the way in which chivas finished the match was very weak and it's like a better team with better finishing would have tied the game up and that's what happened in the final. So, like, yeah, I'm, I'm disappointed that he didn't learn his lesson. I understand it's the first, you know, it's the first game of the season. I understand you don't have everybody because some players out in the Gold Cup. But I don't like games being finished that way, you know? It's like you continue to try and hold possession, at least hold on to it for five seconds. Like, they were just smothered by Leon. And, uh, yeah, it was... But,
1: Jaime, I, I might have to say then... Don't you think you're taking some credit from Leon? Because that squat's not weak. What do you mean? Then for you're saying. Well, because like like this is.
0: I mean, compared to Tigres, they are not as good as, as them. They beat Tigres.
3: They're the Concacaf champions, man. No, but I'm yeah. talking about. I'm talking about like. How
0: <laughs> about say put some
3: respect on the Concacaf champions?
0: I'm talking about so. their shooters, though. I'm talking like they had so many opportunities and they missed them all, bro. They did not have their their finishing boots on, and you know you look at Tigres. They, they have Zignac, they have Linus, they have Gordova. Like that's a much scarier situation to be in, and that's why we fucking lost that final.
1: But well, yeah, have more For Leon, is also a very seasoned team that's in the past years been winning a lot. No, um, I'm, not, I'm
0: not trying to discredit Leon. They did, they did beat LFC in the final. They are your Concacaf champions, you know, winners. Um, but I'm just saying, like a better front line would have would have tied the game up. Yeah, Maybe, but I think there's Leon. a difference
3: between parking the bus and being pushed back. I think Chivas got pushed back yeah. by Leon. I, and I think that's where a player like Guti in midfield comes in, where he gives you that, like, release and be able to break the lines and exit with the ball. I think they just got pushed back, honestly. I don't think it was like Pauno saying, all right, guys, park the bus. Yeah, yeah. no, for sure. They got yeah, overwhelmed.
0: You know, the momentum shifted. They, the, the heat got cranked up. And that's why it's like you want to see a reaction from Chivas and not just like, all right, we got the ball. It's, like, booted up the field. And then just hold on for dear life. Like you should be able to learn how to have a stronger mindset during those closing minutes of a match. And that is the difference between winning and losing. That is the difference between us not walking out with a, with a championship and and being runner up. And I'm being very critical right now. It's the first game of the yeah, season. Oh really? And I'm sure that I'm sure that this is something that will get adjusted over time, but I'm just saying like, this was my first observation. I'm like, Oh, so he didn't learn anything. <laughs>
3: I don't know. I think I if mean, you have guys like Fiojo and Vega, Guti, guys that like having the ball on the field during those last 15 minutes, they're not going to be sitting deep. They're going to be able to play out with it and take the ball to the opposite end of the field. I honestly think they got pushed back. I don't think it was, I don't know. Just being a little yeah. poxy. Well, the yeah. other thing
2: is, if we're complaining about tactics, let's not forget who it is that you're playing. You're playing against Lacamon. Like yeah. Los Pinchas Larcaboys will always push you back. That's his style of play. That's how he plays, and you got out coached by one of the best coaches in the Mexican league right now.
0: Mm-hmm. So Pretty much, he was being touted be for the
1: national team. Like in his first season, and they already wanted him in the national team.
0: Yeah. Um,
2: so yeah, there's not much shame in that one.
0: Sorry, um, uh, Ricardo was trying to speak. I was having issues adding him, but uh, welcome to the show, Ricardo. You conveniently missed out on the part where we talked about America losing their opening match.
2: You know what, guys? Don't worry. I think we have enough hate in us left to talk more shit about America. <laughs>
4: <laughs> there's all. There's always a good time to talk about Papi, so I understand. <laughs> So is that what you guys were talking about, America this whole time?
0: Nah, we talked about, we we, we started talking about club, and uh, they were the first match of the, of the regular season, you know, to kick off this season. And, uh, you know, we were just a little bit uh, shocked that you guys lost to Juarez.
2: You know what? I wasn't shocked. I saw Mr. Hands. I know what you guys like to do with horses.
4: All right? <laughs> well, America was playing with nine players, so can't expect much from that. Oh, Who, your goalie? He doesn't count. No, and Layun either. Both those guys
3: are waste. Hey man, space. goalie, I get it, but Layun, that's your fault. You've had plenty of years, plenty of seasons. You should learn your lessons on my finals. You should already have someone to replace Layun. What happens to your boy Lara, the one who likes to slap himself? Wasn't he supposed to be the answer, the next Chiquete?
4: The next Chupete?
0: <laughs> Chiquete.
4: Oh, sorry. I didn't, I didn't catch that last part. Well, he's a... Uh, I, I like that criticism because it's not like... It's like when Chivas plays uh, Pocho Guzman in like every position other than goalkeeper and they, compl- they complain about him not being on the national team. But I know where you're trying to get at, but it's, it's still early days, man. I mean... Uh, like You're not gonna get season. any younger, man. You guys gotta get somebody. Well, yeah, but he has the Larisa ties, man. You can't do anything about that.
0: You know, suppo- does uh, does Donald come out the winner in in this situation? You know, you you get canned, or maybe not even canned. Maybe it was on his own accord. Uh, you go to Monterrey now. You got Sergio Canales, and meanwhile, America. It's like, you know. I looked at a recent picture of my ex, and uh, I guess I was right that uh, you know I gave her my best years.
1: Yeah.
0: You're talking about the
4: same guy that uh, that basically quit on his team, right? The one that that is accused of basically accepting another job before the before playing on the in the Liga against Chivas. That same tunnel.
0: I don't know, man. I just feel like you guys hired a coach who doesn't know the language, doesn't know the culture, and uh, I mean, you guys, you get did you guys end up securing Quinones?
4: Yeah, and I can and everyone's scared. Tienen miedo, mm. chivas, Crucio. scared of what, dude? They're scared. Mm. I, I I already I see it on social media. I see it with the chiermanos, bra, in in my area. Then in Miel, it's okay, man. man. man.
0: Quinones played a, for Atlas, bro. We've, we, I mean, he's gonna be he, a little baby. It's not that big a deal.
3: He's gonna flop. He thinks he had pressure playing at Atlas. Now that he gets America and goes two games without scoring, he's gonna feel real pressure. He's gonna want to back out of playing for the national team.
4: Well, that's you either rise or you or you, you you either rise or fall to the occasion, man. All right. And I think this guy Fight has it. In Exactly.
3: He's I think so you're having Chucho respond. Benitez flashbacks. You're hoping he turns into Chucho Benitez. I don't think so. But if he does, good for him. He's made his whole career in Mexico. It looks like he loves being part of the Mexican culture. So hopefully it hey, he goes out, works out for him.
0: I don't blame him, man. If this is a game of chess, he played his best move. And he might, because now he's associated with the you know one of the biggest clubs in Mexico, maybe start scoring goals. I mean, they're going to be begging for him on the national team. So it, it was a smart play. I
3: just found it silly what happened with Atlas, man. They gave him like a going away ceremony. Like, you know, if he was going to off to like Europe or something. When have you seen a team give a going away ceremony to their player who's going to a rival team? Yeah. like When have you seen like Arsenal go, going away ceremony, someone going to United? Or, you know, someone from Atletico going to Barcelona. You just don't see it. So to me, that was like the ultimate like small club mentality move. <laughs> and it shows how tiny
4: and mediocre Atlas is. But they did uh, win two titles back to back in your city, man. So gifted. Gifted. Uh, it's always everyone else's titles are always gifted. But when Chivas gets uh, Chivas on their phone call, that's that was good to go, right? No, uh, but that's human mistakes. But, Humans make mistakes. Uh, oh, <laughs> you always got that one in your back pocket. But you guys have to understand, man. The Don called Iragori or whatever that guy's name is. And he couldn't refuse, a, he offered him something he couldn't refuse, man. Yeah. He told him, get so, so me Quinones at a discount. And that's that. And he took the offer. No, I think the real payment was all right.
3: I'm gonna let you choose the coach, but if he fails, I get Quinones, my boy, and that's exactly what happened.
0: They're coming for you, dog. Well,
4: oh, that's Houston, man. It's full of it's full of cholos, full of uh, full of weirdos.
0: Hey, we started the pod talking about the violence in these Gold Cup matches. Happened in Houston. Happened in Arizona. I mean clearly happened in, in Levi's over here in San Jose, stabbings and whatnot, and it's just like it's a it's a shameful thing that happens in these uh these matches.
4: It it is shameful, Jaime. But what I what really me caga los huevos, what really grinds my ears, what chaps my ass about that is these guys are so full of shit, man. Concacaf, the U- the USA fans and the USA media, and the two faced Mexico media, because everyone knows me- Mexico and Mexican fans keep this shitty conference running, man. Once, me- if you do like, if they would call their bluff and they would take away the World Cup from Mexico or ban all the fans, this this uh Conca crap would go bankrupt, man. And they know that, and they're just talking out of their ass. I seen a tweet about uh, that dork Hercules Gomez saying that, oh, they should take the World Cup away from Mexico. Mexico fans, shame on you. And don't get me wrong, that is a nasty sight to see. But it's not the only time you've seen that in uh, in sports in general, man. I mean, I, uh, my brother was uh, he went to an Astros game when they were playing the World Series, C- and then in the when they played the Yankees that one year. And uh, he saw when that guy got beat up in the restroom. They almost killed that guy. And no one said anything about that. (laughs) Exactly. Just like that.
0: Yeah. No, for sure. It's, uh, you know... I think they're willing to look the other way just because they know how much money Mexico brings to the table. You got the Copa América next year, and the Club's World Cup, and then the World Cup, and they know Mexicans pay money for these for these seats, man. They're the biggest spenders. Um, yeah.
4: I see Joels on. Let let me guess. He's uh he's bigging up Tena and and the Chapines, or am I wrong?
0: We haven't talked about Tena yet. A little bit. We might potentially face them in the semis if they get past Jamaica. But you know, do you want a Mexican on Mexican action uh, or is you know, Hamika the better opponent?
1: Hey, I I've, I've been hyping Tenons since he took the job. What are you guys talk about backing up Mexicans and then when one's out there quick to turn against him, man. Uh he could become the first first Mexican to coach at a World Cup. A, a club that a club, a national team that's not Mexico. There's never been. I I, was, I said a few years ago. I said, no no, los colombianos nos comieron el mandado. When you had all these Colombians come and take teams from this region to the World Cup, and that that should have been Mexican coaches doing that. Uh, but if he does it, that's you know that that's pretty big to have at least. You know, we talk the lack of coaches, and and if he does that one more to him, because he is a uh, Olympic gold. You guys been uh, ball washing a, a what is it a bronze medal? Oh boy, has the gold, and and everyone forgot already.
4: Did you guys already talk about that that loser?
0: <laughs> Which loser? Hey, same
4: time, man, he has.
0: you, you don't like Dana.
4: Guatemala
3: no, is not. giving him fifty thousand dollars a month. You know how much that is in Guatemala? That's a lot of motherfucking
4: money. He has to respond as well. Yeah, but I seen I forced myself. It was like a, it was like a, I was in a saw movie watching that Guatemala game. I, I don't know how I did it. <coughs> I got through it. <laughs> well, you're bullshitting.
3: You're talking about the Guadalupe one. That was a good game.
4: La Virgen de
3: Guadalupe. Is that who they play? What was that country
4: called? Guadalupe. N- French Next, they're, they're going to play the Bermuda Triangle. And next, they're going to play... Bro, Bro, it was a good game. They, those
1: players are like in the French goals, League.
3: Back in forth. Right? Packed stadium. It was a good game. Where was it's, it? Uh, Red Bull Arena. I think that's in New York. Oh. It was Packed. It was like, literally, the whole thing was packed. It was back and forth
4: action.
0: Oh, wow! It was 3 a 2. Good
4: game as a neutral fan. It, it was packed, it was that. It was, but it was, it was such primitive. Conca Caps has such primitive, subhuman football, man. It's not a surprise, <laughs> but that's what made Mexico. it go. It was like watching Ouch. professionals
3: play Sunday League, like the amateur of it, it just <laughs> makes it good. It makes good entertainment.
1: I agree. You know what? I agree with that 110%. That's some of the best football you'll see, pure football too, to boot. Not beaches, like tactical. No.
0: <laughs> you see some shit you don't see and like, what? I remember there was this one gold cup. I forgot what country it was, but the goalkeeper was like, you know, how they go down and then the staff comes out on the field and like, Instead of giving him like water or Gatorade, they they fucking gave him like a can of soda. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is
1: this? <laughs> it has electrolytes. No, just just modern modern football. The tactics are pretty much made to prevent teams from playing. Old school football was just they just let you know they played with five strikers. Uh, it was just all out attack.
0: I'm waiting for someone to open up a can of beer and just like, here you go, bro. I used to play on Saturdays with these Peruvians and the referee would have a can of beer. He would be he'd be, he'd be, he'd be, no chill, bro. This dude would be fucking drinking and refereeing at the same time. I'm like, that's what's up. It, he had like a,
1: like the lifeguard, like the lifeguard tower just sitting in the hot chair.
3: <laughs> His lady doesn't Can't want to even. go drinking no more, so he had to come up with an alternative.
0: Uh, We had a chat comment from Fern65. Why the homie always hate on Cholos? First LAFC fans and now Houstonians. My friends and family are part Cholo. It's always funny. I love it. Man. I don't know. I'd be proud of sharing that detail. Like, yeah, my Yeah. my family's Cholo, bro. You shouldn't be proud of that big guy. Come on, hey, that's, that's like safety, man. That safety
3: backup plan. It's <laughs> like
0: having a Glock
3: in the trunk. You know, you never know when you might need that half of the
4: family. <laughs> hey, but but uh, Jimmy, like, like, what's going on with this guy? Everyone was was like you, like you said, I mean, everyone was ball. No, who else said? Everyone was <laughs> ball washing this guy. He's the next Bielsa and oh, Pep man. combined. I
0: don't know about all that. But I will, Um, yeah, we talked about how like, you know, everyone's hyping him up, helping the Lambo, Jimmy's the coach. And then, you know, after they lost to Qatar, they put the memes up, dude, like the same people that put the, the, the good memes, put the bad memes of the Lambo being crashed. And, you know, oh no, it's like the end of the world. We got to find another coach now. It's like, I don't want to play with you anymore type of thing. I'm like, dude, why are we like this? Why are we so toxic? Toxicos,
4: man. <laughs> but, but what a surprise! Like all these coaches go to Europe, they get that Johan Cruyff, Pep Guardiola li- license in Europe, and they all come back to Mexico. And like I said in the last podcast, all the the, the instructions is throw a cross, uh, pass a cross, uh, do a cross, yep, and uh, to the big black guys that they're gonna beat you to the ball all the time. <laughs> Because they're bigger than you and faster and they got fast twitch muscles. And then you're you're surprised you don't score any goals.
0: Yeah, that shit was frustrating as fuck to watch. And it's like, yo, like, we we haven't been able to figure out the bunker ball in 30 years, man. And it doesn't matter who's coach. It's like, that is like, ah, fuck, we can't win. As soon as they do that, it's like, oh, I don't know how to beat them. It's like, got to figure that out.
4: And and I like when Joel says, uh, not a pick on Joel, but he always says that Mexico never dominates these guys. And I'm like, well, look at the coaches. Look at these players, man. Like, like no se les mete en la cabeza. You're smaller than a man. You're not as big as these guys. They're always going to beat you to the ball. What are you doing? Like, try <laughs> something different. These are the masterminds running Mexican football.
3: Yeah, no cap. This might be, like, the worst roster, in like, in the last 12 years. Damn. Like, it's just, I think it's all over the place, man. I think you have, like, some guys that could be someone, like Santi Jimenez, but then you don't really have any supporting players around them. Like, who the hell is your supporting player? Like, Sanchez, who sent you crosses. Uh, same thing with Antuna, and it's, like, uh, like, even Antuna, you know, everybody's talking about, like, Washing the balls or whatever, he had that game against Haiti, he had those two assists, and all of a sudden, Antuna's like the goat. No, bro, he's still on Tuna, he's still that bomb.
1: <laughs> he's he's gonna have two World Cups under his belt. <laughs> oh,
3: so, well, what does
1: that mean? I'm so just, just Ochoa it, Ochoa it, I just find I just find that I run.
3: Is Ochoa the greatest keeper
1: just, in history for, for someone that sucks? That's quite the achievement. I mean, think about how many people get to play. And it is quite the home. achievement. I'm going to
3: tell my kids, you can be whatever you want. Because Antuna was a pro. If you want to go to space, if you want to go to the Titanic, you can achieve it.
1: Okay? Antuna was a pro. I don't know about the Titanic one I <laughs> Too
4: soon for that Titanic comment,
1: man. I'll, I'll wait a few longer not going in one of those tubs, dude. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know how bad it was that people were asking for him in that Qatar game. That's how bad, that's how desperate we were. You know, he didn't, he didn't start the match and, you know, it's like, hey, like, let's put Antuna in. And I'm like, oh God, like, we've, we've fallen that low where it's like, all right, dude, it's time to put him in. (laughs) Like, he's going to come in and save the day. Oh boy.
4: And and I hate, I hate to be the guy, Jaime, but I, I got to shit on MLS one, another, one more time. man. (laughs) I don't
1: think you hate to Here do we that. Go,
4: Here we go. You're right, Here I don't. We go, <laughs>
0: Here we
4: go. And, and to compliment that that excellent uh, sound soundbite, uh, uh, that kid Araujo, he sure has the apocalypto skin tone, but he has no apocalypto <laughs> skills. Man, that guy's bad. Is my otro. Un
0: tronco,
4: like? How the fuck did bad. he end up in
0: Barca then? He's <laughs>
4: It's uh, that's the only that's the only reason that he's with Wasserman, I believe. And those and that's when uh, I like that argument also with the USA dorks. They're always saying, look at all these European kids. We got all over the place. Most of those guys are signed to the Wasserman or that other uh, that player agent company that those guys, they're trying. They're tied. They're, they're tied in with the biggest European clubs. They have USA ties. These guys aren't over there because they're good. They're over there because they know people. They know Shit. owners specifically.
0: Well, whoever they know, they need to put Edson Alvarez in touch because that deal to Dortmund fell through.
4: Yeah, he probably has a, some scumbag Mexican uh, representative. Some asking for his five mil side piece to for the transfer as well, man. <clears throat> I read that
3: apparently the sporting director is obsessed with him and wanted him. No ifs or buts. But the coach said no. The coach said no. I don't want him. I don't need him. And that's why I thought through. Which I guess is kind of a good thing. Where do you want why do you want to go somewhere the coach don't want you? But that's what I read.
0: And now McKinney's rumored to go there, so Yeah. Mm.
4: That guy's a bum. Yeah, he's a bum.
0: They're all bums, man. Speaking about bums, how would you feel if... uh, No. It's like when you go to work and you swipe your card and you can't get into the building. Well, that's what happened to Rodolfo Pizarro. Inter inter Milan. Inter Miami said, kick rocks, bro. And uh, he's like, I didn't know that they could do that. (laughs) (laughs) This dude was their DP. Uh...
1: Damn, dude! He was probably already imagining plays he was gonna have with Messi. You gonna, know? He was gonna the, giving <laughs> goals, high fives,
0: huh? He was gonna he was <laughs> gonna get some autographs. He was gonna take a selfie, maybe even get into the mate, dude. And they're just they just yeah. ruined his dreams.
3: He's gonna do the Joker celebration with Messi. Like the wet dreams were there. But he should have known damn. they had no chance once,
4: once Tata was confirmed. Oh, yeah, that guy ha- doesn't want anything to do with Mexico or Mexicans. Especially a guy like Pizarro. The, the knockoff grillish. Oh,
3: damn. No, the knockoff grillish plays at Chivas and his name is Marin.
0: I, you know, I do like that comparison, though. They do have the same hair, and then they do similar style of play. And then as far as, like, the parting side of things, I think that's where Pisado probably has a one-up on on Grealish. But, uh, Wait, wh- what? You said the partying now? Partying. Part, partying. Like, the parting side. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. And now that he's going to be... I guess, I don't know if he's a free agent now, but do you think he returns back to Mexico? Like, where do you go from here?
3: Without a doubt, dude. And he's probably going to, like, Santos. I don't know. I think LA needs a new DP.
4: Now that Chicharito's out. I can see him, like, at Correcaminos or Comunicaciones in Guatemala, something
0: like that, you know? What about Europe? Beckham promised him Europe.
3: I
4: was like 29. I can see him like in Serbia or like Poland, somewhere around there.
3: But the
2: thing is, he didn't perform. If, If you look at his stats and the way that he played, he didn't do shit in Inter, right? And you know what, man? Love it or hate it, they're going through a rebuilding process right now, and he just didn't fall into that game plan. And let's be honest, where do you see him? Right? Porque even when he was at, um, at Rayados, he wasn't killing it. He wasn't one of the best players. In fact, he was one of the ones that they stopped his car. La Barra se le puso de bronca. he
3: Did he not win a championship with Rayados? I think he did. but He was a starter, too. Nah, he's yeah, right on the bench, man. No, I'm pretty sure he started. I'm pretty uh, sure he, he
4: started. Monterrey he won, won against America. He won he with was, uh, he won with Chivas,
0: game. Pachuca, and Monterrey, and the Champions League as well.
3: Well, he hasn't had a terrible club career. If anything, he's had a really good club career, and he's made a lot of money for every club he goes to because pretty much every club has paid like fifteen, twenty million dollars for him. So I guess the one that got holy got caught holding the bag was Miami. But I'm sure Chivas, Pachuca, Monterrey, they're happy with him. He brought a championship, and they sold him for $15, 20000000 apiece.
0: I'm actually surprised Chivas aren't jumping all over this. All right, man. You know, him and Amari. Too much money.
1: How much do you think yes. he's making? He's the best player. Um, not the best player. The best paid in Miami. He must well, be he, I'm sure up. he
0: knows he's maybe not going to get that three, kind of money
1: million, anymore.
3: Oh, uh, that beef. Even if he was low paid. He still wouldn't come. Him and Amari had beef. I remember he's the one who started the whole thing about them not getting paid. So they came out with, like, not the jerseys or something. The man did get but, the um,
1: So you're, you're losing faith in the Iron Man?
3: Losing faith in the Iron Man? This goes way beyond the Iron Man. This goes way beyond. I, I think
1: Amari would, would care.
0: I would believe that he had probably beef with, like, you know, Pelaez and the other directors. Pelaez. Oh. But I don't know if he had beef with like the ownership.
1: This was before Pelaez, dude.
0: Come on. Well, yeah, this is Li- before you get it, right. You get it. was the guy who brought him. There you go.
1: It was yeah, but, who,
3: but who pays the money, man, who pays the bonuses, the owner. And that was his beef. He's the one who started that revolt about getting their bonus money. So you kind of like call out the owner, you know, like, Oh, I see. It's like at work, it's like you call your boss you know you're right, and all your co-workers agree with you. Your boss is still always going to hold a grudge against you. From calling him out and making him look bad.
0: So you're saying he's blacklisted from returning to Chivas then? Because there, was that, there was that rumor of him returning, right?
1: I mean, they getting Vergara. Yeah, he always gets linked. Vergara let, let uh, Omar Bravo come back. And then remember when Chicha, they announce him. He he throws that. He throws third at at Bravo saying he left. Like you don't need to leave through the back door. Oh yeah. He made he made that comment. Uh, But it's business, dude. So I don't think. um,
3: I just don't think that's a position we really need.
0: I wouldn't I would say it wouldn't hurt to have him it's not my money I don't give a fuck how much he cost but you know we'll see hey, how it goes she with, with Guti. the Putty
1: He was got those those yen's coming in from that uh that sponsorship with what is it motors
0: I'm just saying like if you have a player like <clears> that available you're not going to have to pay a transfer fee like you would hate to see him end up at a fucking shitty team in Mexico when you could have been playing for Chivas He's
3: I'll, say, I'll say prime <laughs> Pizarro over prime Nene Beltran in the midfield with Pocho and Pizarro and Guti. You know, Pizarro's going to be happy as hell playing in that team, and his level's going to go exponentially up. I would definitely take that midfield, those starting three right there.
0: Yeah, especially because they're all familiar with each other, right? They all play with each other oh, in, yeah, in Pachuca.
3: That's going to be some Mighty Ducks bash,
0: thing. <laughs> That'd be a really cool uh, thing to see. And then maybe they can also convince their their ex teammate Chuki to join the cause as well. We should... okay.
3: <laughs> call us Pachuca Two as long as it brings titles. I don't care.
0: Yeah, for sure.
4: Who's who's gonna be Goldberg?
0: Um, the, the new wa- the Wale Wally, whatever his fucking name is.
4: That that guy looks like medio metro. I just can't. <laughs> <laughs> and hey, but did you guys end up getting Pulido?
0: It's not official yet. It looks like uh, Kansas City wants money, right? They don't want to let him go for free, which means that Chios will probably... I mean, Oh, another, there's no, two things. There's two things. There's the
3: opposite now. They don't care about the money.
0: What do you mean they don't care about the money?
3: He has like six goals in the last seven games. They want to keep him to make a playoff run and go for um, the title. Well, that's
0: but, another. that's another thing, too, is like how awkward would it be to buy him and then use him against you in the, in the league's cup. So that's, that's, that's another situation is like Kansas city and Chivas are in the same group and they will be facing each other. So it's like, yeah, you're not gonna, you're not about to just like take our player who scored all our goals and then (laughs) use him against us. That would be awkward as fuck. Yeah.
4: But those MLS goals for every, Five MLS goals that's like half a one. That's like an assist in League MX. Like uh like those goals <laughs> don't count much. Don't yep, translate I, to League MX.
0: I would say one MLS no, I would say like two to three MLS goals is equivalent to like one League MX goal. I think that's the ratio. I would mm. put that
2: about right. Now yeah. the last thing that, that I read pretty crappy was Pulido had signed a kind of like a letter of intent with Chivas of intention to sign with you guys as soon as this contract is over. Because, yes, Kansas City does not want to let him go. So that's kind of what's happening. He is not landing at Cruz Azul. Um, What's it called? Puka has already said it, that he would love to have him but that
0: he sees La Llegada muy complicada. Really? He would love to have him. I'm going to give you a Mierro
3: masterclass. So they (laughs) squashed the beef or what? Supposedly.
2: That's been the whole whole conversation. I I don't think
1: they had beef, though. Like the beef was more with Tigres than than with Tuca.
3: Hey, but your dad didn't have your back with his boss, man. That's still beef. Oh, man, I thought you
0: were like, I'm sure guy. it didn't sit well with Duca that his player left for free.
1: You know, in in, in my book, Bully Pully, like, he would have played a Libertadores final. He could have probably won it. He would have had, he would have been playing next to uh, Guignac, man. I think to the Europa, man. Yeah, 14 games, two years, a couple of them in second division.
0: Pero, pero fui a Europa.
1: I don't know, dude. That league would have been sweet. He would have made history.
4: Hey, <laughs> fun fact. I heard you guys talking about uh, Cardoso being a Euroflop. Yeah. yeah. Flop,
1: what, what, flop. What, NASA.
4: Yeah, but it was in Switzerland, right?
0: Switzerland. Yeah.
4: I believe he played a year with uh, uh Fabian Estai over there. Oh, interesting. And uh he's pre- he's a Euro flop too and he had a good career in Mexico as well. No, what we were yeah. saying
0: is uh we, we were talking about Sergio Canales and how you know, that's like a bomba, like they're they're coming they're making it sound like it's a big signing and like we talk about like the biggest signings in Liga MX and like are and, and that's when I asked the question like was he known before he joined Liga MX and he really wasn't. He wasn't really, like, that guy.
4: Another guy like that is Boselli. He failed at Wigan Athletic or some weird English team. Like, he, he barely played, like, 10 games, I believe, and he came to Mexico and someone put up a stat, like, he has the most goals per game or something like that.
0: Really? Well going
4: back to you, your your guys' point,
3: in that case you say two, three Liga Mexicans goals equals one European goal.
0: <laughs> I don't know, ask Chicharito that. Pretty sure yeah, he scored think. more goals in Europe than he did ever in Mexico.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, the whole Europe thing is it's to me it's overrated. Like, if, if you don't make it, it doesn't mean you weren't good. It's just, sometimes it's bad luck.
4: But but you can't name me an MLS player that went, went to a big, uh, to England, Spain, or Italy, that scored, that scored the same way in those leagues. Dempsey, the same, maybe? The same way as who?
1: Is Chicharro? No.
4: Oh, no. no Chicharro,
3: no. No. Oh, so you're saying Chicharito's above Raul Jimenez then?
0: Mm. In terms of what
4: Raul never played in MLS Her career. Yes. Oh yeah.
0: Yes, that's, that's 100
4: a hundred times yes. Career I mean, in general. Career in general. No, but we're talking about the uh, about the goals translating. Okay.
0: Well, full
3: okay. hand. a better striker than Jimenez Clint
0: Clint Dempsey scored fifty goals for yes. Fulham. So well, means... they
3: both came from Liga MX. How's The Cablas baby Prime versus Prime. Who's a better scorer, lethal scorer, Chicharito or Jimenez?
4: Well, prime versus prime. I mean, you, I mean you're, compa- you're comparing Jimenez to Chicharito so already. So you're thinking too. about it. If you
3: truly believe that it was Jimenez, you should say Jimenez. It's
4: but Chicharito, Chichar- but Chicharito though, he's, he fell over his knee and he retired himself. Like a month ago,
3: what does it matter anymore? (laughs) No, but prime versus prime, Chicharito, superior striker to Jimenez. And that's because Jimenez only had, what, like one or two good seasons out of his whole European career. But but what does it have to do with MLS? Not translating goals anywhere. Because someone, because Jaime asked, we should ask Chicharito of European goals translated to Liga Mequis. And then you said that no MLS player has gone and dominated those leagues, which is true. There's no player that has done that, not even their captain America, Christian Pulisic. He has failed in Europe, although he didn't win the Champions League, but he hasn't had a career. People for being the LeBron James' doctor, he has had a club career. Jesus, man.
0: <laughs> the LeBron James' I've... Wow. Hey, but,
4: but I, I like what Habibi uh, tried to do there. He tried to uh, Menospreciar el Americanismo because a lot of people do that, but I like, I didn't see anyone saying, and I also caught on to that what he was saying about Santi Jimenez not having anyone to pass to him. You could put prime Hugo Sanchez on this team, he's not scoring on anyone. That's that's kind of a ridiculous argument that people have right now. That they're they're they try to blame Henry Marti. I'm not his biggest fan either. But there's not much that there isn't that much difference between him and Santi Jimenez right now. I don't
0: know, man. He missed some pretty easy goals though. Santi Jimenez. No, uh, Enri. Both they both did. Well, both of them. But I don't know. I feel
3: like Enri was creating his own chances. Enri's had
0: more minutes, more opportunities.
3: But to be fair to both of them, if I was a starting striker and I had Charlie Rodriguez behind me, feeding me passes, well, attempting to feed me passes. And you call me a bum, I'm going to call you a motherfucking bum for expecting me to do something with Charlie (laughs) Rodriguez, the biggest ghost in Liga Mequis and national team. When have you remembered Charlie Rodriguez having a good game? All he does is pass it to the side and passes it back. And the reason he has a career is because he debuted young with Monterrey. Ever since those first games with Monterrey, he doesn't do anything. He doesn't have a shot. He doesn't have a left foot and a right foot. He doesn't do through balls. He doesn't do good crosses. He doesn't do good free kicks. He just passes to the side and passes it back and fakes a foul. He doesn't create any chances. Like, the dude is terrible. How he has a career, I don't know, especially a national team career. Who who would you start over him? Charlie Rodriguez?
4: Yeah. Name me two other people you take over him in his position right now.
3: In Liga Mekis or just national team in general?
4: National team in general. And you better not say Guti or you're disqualified, man.
3: No, national team in general, definitely Luis Chavez for sure. Uh, He's already starting. So let me just look at the lineup from this last game. So it started Herrera, Charlie Rodriguez, Orbelin.
0: Romo scored two goals. Let's
3: see. Honestly, I would start the Sanchez, the Pachuca guy over him. Even if, if I had to do Liga Mekis, Liga Mekis, I would start that guy. The, the Chiquito Sanchez, whatever his name is, he's shown a lot better than Charlie Rodriguez. I don't know how Charlie Rodriguez gets called up to the national team.
0: Does that uh, player Fidel from León play that position?
3: Yeah, that Fidel Ambrisca too. He's with the U23 team uh, right now. I would, I take, would take that motherfucker. I would he, take pays, that
0: uh, he, he plays five, time. man. He doesn't
4: play that position. Oh. But
0: Never mind then I will say though We're running out of creatives man We need some creative fucking players Especially when you're dealing with a a fucking bunker And no one knows how to fucking Break the bunker You do it by dribbling past these motherfuckers And nobody was doing that Everyone was pushing to the sides Crossing the ball in And repeating that And that's why we got 25 shots on goal And no goals bro It's like You need someone that's gonna break lines When when they're doing that shit And we don't have anybody
3: well, talking about There's dribblers, trophies, outside of Tecatito, give me another dribbler for the national team.
1: Trophies, man.
3: Uh, <laughs> national team.
1: He could play national team.
3: <laughs> oh, no, I'll that's on, on the national team right now, though.
1: Dude, for, yeah, but I mean, still, for if it's just Gold Cup, you take him.
3: No, but that's what uh, I'm saying. Mexico uh, doesn't have any dribblers. You <laughs> know, like that Venado Medina <laughs> guy. That
0: tecatito, we have a Medina, we have Antuna, that dude. Carlos Vela. No, that's that's <laughs> that's
3: kick and run. We're talking about actual dribble, that ball stuck to the foot. Mexico doesn't have any of those guys right now.
0: Um, you know, from what I saw in this week's debut, that uh, Bradiga guy, or what was his name? Oh, yeah,
3: yeah, that kid, he reminded me of Benal Medina.
0: Yeah, man, he had a great debut. Honestly, everybody that came into that match had great debuts. That le-
4: le- Gota ate that goal, man. Oh, Gota man.
0: fucked up big time. He, he he did one for the team. He did one for yeah, the for did. old times' sake.
4: So let me
3: make you a legend, my boy.
0: Yeah, Juan Jesus Brígido Shen and Jonathan. Gesundheit. Yeah, and Jonathan Yael Padilla Sandoval. Remember those names.
4: Hey, but you definitely like to see that when these you give these young guys a chance and
0: they score. That's what I'm saying, bro. You don't want to come into your debut and whimper. You want to go out there and be flamboyant and fucking stun on people. That's how you make a splash, dude. And uh, you know, it's nice to see that that type of confidence in these in these kids.
3: Yeah, that kid had a crazy dribble and then he sent Pocho Guzman that crazy pass.
0: I think how I like the Porto pass more than the dribble dog, but yeah, man,
3: how he missed that goal. I don't know, but if he scores that goal, he makes that kid into a legend for the rest of the week.
0: Yeah. We would have had two up on there on the team of the week, but, um, you know, it's nice to see that kind of kind of energy coming in, especially with Chivas. Like, let's be honest. They didn't have the most successful, uh, you know, window for, for refuerzos. They brought in, a. Uh, a, a, a goalie from the second division, a fucking a, pl- a striker from the second division, and then Guti. It's just like that's not the not the most reassuring things in the world. After losing a final, you need a bomba. You need a fucking big signing, man.
3: You don't consider Guti a bomba?
0: Uh I
4: wanted Pretty like a striker. Do you consider him a bomba?
0: I don't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it's like a bomba.
4: You know who you guys should get? Who? Tiago Aspas.
0: Who the fuck is that?
4: That guy from Celta. <laughs> oh fuck!
0: <clears throat> I've never heard of that kid, bro.
4: That guy that went. He went to Liverpool and he couldn't cut it in yeah, Liverpool.
3: Yeah. he's like a.
0: He's Spanish, bro.
3: He's he's like Chicharito. He's banned from the
4: national team.
0: He's Spanish he, though. Well, you, you guys are you
4: guys are the most Peruvian, the most Spanish team, <laughs> man. You guys are giving everyone a chance, man.
0: Huh? He doesn't have any ties to Mexico, and I think he's a Pumas fan.
4: Oh yeah, that that guy's son who died in Mexico. He was a Puma, Pumas fan, you're right? Oh, who uh, Turco? No, the the Celta, the, the main guy is Celta. His son is a Pumas. He's a, he Ooh, died probably... in Mexico. Very very shady how, the, how that works. Like, they had a bunch of businesses in Mexico and real
0: is Celta owned by a Mexican now.
4: No the that guy with the crazy hair, his son was born in Mexico, I believe. Oh, but he's you know those those white Mexicans that like, they call themselves Mexican, but they're from Spain. You know, he was he was one of those, and yeah, uh, something Japan. crazy happened. I think he his, his plane got shut shut that shut down. Shot down at, His plane uh,
0: got shot down?
4: Something crazy happened with it. Rivera style.
0: Was he vaccinated when that happened?
4: (laughs) Pre-COVID, man.
0: Death of cause, vax? Is that what you're saying? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You
3: know, that'd be a great way to lower the violence problems in Mexico. Shoot people out of the air? No, we don't have a gun problem, violence, cartel problem. We have a
4: COVID problem. Uh, Did you guys talk about the biggest game that happened last weekend? Which one? Cholos Pumas? I think it's a Guinness World Record, man. 80,000 Cholos in one stadium.
0: Oh, the LA, the Trafico?
4: well whatever it's called that's a new world record there, there was a bunch there's the most dickies in one stadium pull up socks <laughs>
1: <laughs> don't
4: forget the lopes oh yeah and the
3: lo yeah the most tattoos with the year 1990
4: something man no no one cared about that game the, the most, the, the the most Mexican, high socks the most high, with with two black stripes <laughs> like, no one cared about this game. Like, it's crazy how the Mexican media y- uses Nazi pro- G- Gestapo propaganda on Mexican fans. They're trying to tell you, like, I didn't even know this game was going on. They're like, You see, look at all these cholos in LA. That means MLS and the USA are taking over. Like, I like. There's games that you like. You you hear around people, like for instance the the USA guitar game. Like the the brown people around me, they were talking about it. Or any Mexico game in general, or when America played Chivas in the semifinal. This is where I always compare MLS to to Mondo Burger, and Liga MX is a good burger. You know what the difference is, right?
0: Keenan and Kel.
4: <laughs> no, Liga MX has the Ed sauce. What's the Ed, <laughs> Ed sauce, the fans, the culture something they'll never have? I can agree with
0: that. I'm I'm glad you bring that up. I don't know. I, I stepped away for a second, but am I tripping or did they announce the Chios America game will be hosted at the Rose Bowl? It's so friendly. No, dude, it's a regular season match. Oh,
3: dude, it's a friendly, I'm telling you. Yeah, it's you. a friendly.
0: Oh, they made it sound like it was a regular season match.
3: Yeah, they hyped it up. They had, like, the hierro on somebody else there, like, big
4: announcement. Nope, it's just a friendly. That Bozo Baños was there. But they, they, wouldn't, they would never let that happen, Jaime. I,
0: I never say never. never.
4: Actually uh, letting no. a Liga MX game, like, official game happen in the U.S.? they Once that happens, their business goes on the drain.
2: I mean, it was what was supposed to happen with the uh, improvements to El Estadio Azteca,
3: but they put the kosh to that shit, too. La Liga was wanting to bring a Spain-Madrid official classical to the U.S., and they shut it down like the other teams. But, I, you know, La Liga in Mexico... The other teams can't shut that down. If, if they want to get it done, they'll get it done. And I think it could happen.
0: Yeah, remember when that Copa Libertadores final against River played in Boca? They they had suggested having the final relocated to the States, remember? And then they, they ended up playing in Santiago Bernabeu. But, uh, was- yeah,
4: but those guys are broke, though, Jaime. They they benefited from that. You, the U.S. and MLS doesn't benefit from... Chivas in America having an official, or any Liga MX team having an official game, like Liga Liga game in the U.S. This is their direct competition.
3: Yeah, Yeah. the MLS wouldn't allow it. U.S. soccer wouldn't allow it. Because now you have a Liga MX official match with, you know, 100,000 plus people. You know, whatever stadium they choose will be packed. I think Liga Mekis would win it.
4: Oh, oh, they they love it, but they that that's when pe- when people talk about them having having an, a relationship, like being uh, tied to the hip. That's the only way I see Liga Mex actually making money or benefiting from it, because they're saying uh, the League's Cup. These teams are getting three hundred thousand. Like in the grand scheme of things, I know Hoa well is going to say that these teams need money, but a team uh, selling out the Rose Bowl every uh, one one time uh, in the season, like make it a big event, Chivas versus America or America versus Cruz Azul. Like those guys could really cash in having a big game like that over here. But they're, the moment they let that happen, their business goes down the drain because that's when all the apocalyptos, the, the mini-cholos, <laughs> they see what America... Or, there's, or the teams smaller than them, like Chivas or Cruz Azul, what they bring to the table.
0: Yeah, I mean, think about it. You have all these misplaced fans, like the ones that are they grew up, you know, America fans, Chivas fans, and maybe they wanted to support a local team, and that's why they kind of went towards MLS. But imagine if you did bring an official, you know, not a friendly, but this is Liga MX, you know, week 10, whatever, Chivas, America, you suddenly bring that to the table, and oh uh, yeah, you you'll win these fans back over, and then they'll stop caring about MLS. So, I mean, but, but
1: for a one off, but just for a one off, well, it's not like they were gonna be well, like, playing well, all their home games in in the yeah, US.
0: But you know, once you get a little taste of that, I mean, they're gonna want st- to introduce more games, and all of a sudden, Mexico's playing all their games here. I mean that's what's well, happening with the national team. Right? Yeah, I mean, what exactly. Do you think the it, cup it didn't is, really though? happen
1: with the national team. Yes.
2: Like this is, is exactly is. what this is exactly what the League Cup is, <laughs> right? It's giving you that little taste yeah? of like I wait. Yeah. Okay, so I'm being forced to watch LAFC because I don't have Latin a team that is but now they're coming here for an official tournament, an official match.
4: That's what they're giving us now. Yes, it's a chocolate cup, man. Not an official match all
1: that we, hey, it doesn't matter is, that it could be chocolate, chocolate now it, it could eventually turn into something more prestigious I think but it, it
3: not. be chocolate cup games but the knockout games I mean oh, chavos oh,
2: cuantos oh, de nosotros fuimos a ver la supercopa la copa internacional el que era Interliga Champions Internacional Interliga todas esas pinches mamadas que ha habido
1: en el pasado what about copa ser pre-pre-libertadores and i'm not making that name
4: up so <laughs> your age that 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 that, That's excellent <laughs> uh marketing man what a hell of a name
1: <laughs> Yeah <laughs> well, you, guys, you guys
4: are telling me that uh, uh, let's say chivas or uh, in uh, one of the supposed big teams in mexico even pumas cuz there's a bunch of those wacky pumas fans there's a bunch of them over here too
0: Yeah sir uh,
4: if they had a league, uh, not a regular season, a Ligia game, something that actually meant something, you're telling me they wouldn't be sell, they wouldn't sell out over here?
0: Oh yeah, it would.
4: No, I think you're under
3: underestimating it. I think even a regular league game, you at Cruz Azul, América, Chivas Tigres. Chivas Tigres was the most watched U.S. game this year, below like Real Madrid, Liverpool, and some other game. You could do Chivas. Tigres in Houston, regular season, and will sell out like crazy. Same thing with Pumas America. Like, all those teams versus each other, it will sell out like crazy. And once fans get, like, a little bit taste of that, if you're a degenerate, if you're, like, a true sports fan, <laughs> you'll love Liga Mekis compared to MLS. Because you go to an MLS game, and you call the other player a pussy man, the steward, they're calling the stewardess over, they tell you to chill out, it's a family event. You know, and then in the Mexican games, the player does something, the ref does something, everyone starts chanting culero and everything. Yeah. And it's a whole like party, it's all vibes.
0: And then it turns into like, a knife party.
3: And then it turns into yeah. a knife party, correct. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so like, so, like, so which is it, right? Oh, level passion? All right.
3: Well, that's the thing that's Mexican games, they start level five and they can go all the way up to level 10. MLS games, they start, fan wise, it stays between level one and level three.
2: Bro, I don't know what you're You're talking about. I take a couple eddies before a Sounders game, and I'm fine the fucking rails. Right? And I'm looking them in the eyes. Last time I was calling Alan Pulido (laughs) Pinche Puto, que por eso juegas en la LML. Wow. I was spicy in there. (laughs) Oh yeah, dude. And the best part is where I sit. I'm like super close to them where I know they can hear me speaking Spanish to them and it hurts their fucking feelings. <laughs> Porque de repente los veo and I'm like, Oh shit, you can jump this barrier. <laughs> yeah, dude. You're just,
0: you're just like a couple of fucking spaced us away from being one of those fans that you see on the fucking feed, bro. <laughs> Just he's the like,
4: next. He's the next knife guy. He's the
0: next knife guy. <laughs>
3: yeah, me, whole hell is accomplices for not sending in warning signs.
0: Oh man, not reporting them. If
3: Pulido gets kidnapped again. We know who it was.
1: Mm. He kidnapped again. I forgot about that. Just remember, he come for fighting his way out of that one.
0: You know, it was hella funny. There was like that meme. It's like, "Ya yeah, tenemos Pulido amarrado," and it's like, you know, like the. <laughs> Mr. Incredible <laughs> meme where it's like the good and the bad. It's like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, for sure, folks. So want to hear your predictions for this Gold Cup match against Costa Rica and just your predictions overall for Mexico uh, before we wrap up this episode. Um, I want to know, like, do you see Jimmy walking away with some silverware? <clears throat> Or will we, we will we get upset by either Jamaica or in the final against probably the US?
3: I say Mexico beats Costa Rica, Jamaica fifty fifty. Uh you know, if they win, it'll be a close one, like extra time, maybe even penalties, or maybe, you know, Jamaica wins it by one goal. But if Mexico gets past Jamaica they'll fly past the U.S. They'll beat the U.S. They will. This U.S. team don't have nothing, man. When you have that kid from San Jose, Cow, K Kyle. we you have, a, yeah, that kid, when you have Alejandro Cendejas starting on the wings, those guys ain't nothing, man. They ain't no offense on there. The only good offensive player, I don't even know his name, but he's young, 22. I think he's <laughs> like black. He plays for FC Dallas. I don't
0: know his name or anything, but I have all his stats. Pereira, hey, you
3: know, that's his name. <laughs> Yeah, you knew his name. No, I was trying to remember his name. I don't that, watch that this league, league, or league or anything, but... I think uh, that's, so I good
1: think guy, he could be the real
3: deal to come out of FC Dallas on like Pepe. I think that guy could actually have a decent career in Europe. But outside of him, they don't have nothing, man. they and Kaden Cowell being your offensive threats on the wing? Bums, bro.
0: Hey, we got bums to match.
3: I don't know, man. That Antuna bum—he's not as bad as a bum as like Sendejas.
4: Bums on bums on bums. Yeah, yeah, is Pepe yeah,
3: playing,
0: playing
3: for the U.S.? No, I don't think he is. Oh.
0: So, so Pastor, we we get past Jamaica, we win the thing with you know whatever. We beat USA in the final. Will you hand over? the permanent keys to the Lambo to Jimmy Lozano or do you still want another coach
3: if my alternative is a foreigner I'll hand him the keys if my alternative option is Ambrice I give it to Ambrice
0: if he' I'm wins. with you on that one if he wins what if they what if he loses what if he walks out with nothing
3: if he walks out with nothing same thing I don't want a foreigner I don't – if that option – I don't even care if it's Almada from Bachuca. If that option is going to be Ambriz, bring him on. If it's going to be a foreigner, then just leave him there. Leave him or, there. Or what if the it's Almeida? Almeida's Mexican, so, I mean, <laughs> I mean, he falls under the Ambriz. <laughs> and, and, and speaking of Almeida, beat David and tweeted that somebody should call Pauno, bring him to the national team headquarters – and see how he's able to get 11 Mexicans to play really well Ooh. together and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, all right, one of all, first of all, leave Pauno alone. Leave yeah. him at Chivas. Screw you guys. Yeah. And two, you had your answer. Your answer is Almeida, you bums. Yeah. If that's the route you want to go, go call Almeida. But yeah, leave Pauno alone. Let him do his work at Chivas. But yeah, leave Jimmy if your answer is a foreigner, because the fan base ain't going to like it. The fans are tired of foreigners. Mm-hmm. They, I think they're more patient with a Mexican.
0: Okay. Yeah, man. Thanks for hopping on today, Abdias.
2: Yeah, so very much to the same. Costa Rica, my no pedo, we siempre les metemos el dedo. Now, <laughs> the reggae boys, those dudes are fucking firing off cylinders. Son, son los que me asustan. Porque esos güeyes han violado a cada uno de sus opponents so far so that's my big concern if we can get past jamaica i don't have any doubts against the u.s unless it's like those los fantasmas verdad que vuelvan a salir y que se vuelvan a cagar los jugadores mexicanos eso es lo que me daría miedo verdad other than that i see it happening if I've, I've been championing since day one. We should give Nacho Cuaro a chance. From what I'm hearing, like Tercerado Deportivo, food, este, spicy soccer, food walks, everybody's saying that the name that's kind of making the rounds around the MFM M- 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 is Nacho Ambriz. That's the name that they're kind of leaning towards, kind of who they're looking at because they, they recognize that the Mexican fan base no longer feels identified with the Mexican national team. So they are going to try to keep it in-house. So I would love to see a Nacho Ambris. I, Jimmy, I love you. You're doing great. You know, the way that your team is playing, perdimos, pero la manera que perdimos, no me encabrona. It's not that bad. We attacked. we attacked. we attacked. We played our style of football. But un interinato no me deja un buen sabor en la boca. So that's the only reason why.
0: For sure, man. Thanks for hopping on. Ricardo, what do you think? We get past Costa Rica. We get past Jamaica. We lose to USA. Do you want Jimmy? Do you want a new new coach at the helm?
4: Oh, no. Honestly, I don't care, man. Like, Gold Cup is it's so shit. That's, that's why we're that's why we're for Germany now, man. Like, like, like they say los alemanes nacemos donde los alemanes chingada ganan. No, but uh, in all seriousness, though, I think uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they lose to any of these teams, man. Like, like uh, Habibi said earlier, I just don't think these teams these players are that good. And what's worse, you could have players that aren't that good, and but you could have good chemistry, and these guys don't even have that. And you know what, but if I had a gun to my head, I'd say they make it to the final, and they lose to a, to a team. I don't know who who's on the other side and regard and regarding Jimmy, like that guy's I always keep saying man, this guy's a loser, I've seen him coach
1: <laughs> damn damn he's
4: he got a third place in in the Olympics, like I get it that's the only thing Mexico has its can can boast about but it's like comparing an amateur boxer that wins a, a medal and then they turn pro and in their second fight they get knocked out by a guy with a 2-3 and three record and no <laughs>
0: knockouts.
4: That's the way I see it when people talk about yeah no but and another thing though I read like these like uh, on top of all that I hear these players say like Henry Martin and even my guy Machin and and you, and you and that guy, Johan Vazquez, like, like everything's ass backwards when it comes to football in Mexico, because the coach is the one that's supposed to be giving, the, like, you're supposed to do what the coach says, man, buy into his idea. And that's where the results will come. And I get everyone wants a Mexican coach. Personally, I don't feel identified with a Mexican. I don't care if it's a Mexican coach. But I know what after seeing Tata, I mean, it matters not because that guy's uh, that guy's a scumbag of the highest order. But Mexico's problem is the players, man. These players aren't good enough. There's none to choose from. So these guys, they you can hire the next. You can have five uh, Mexican coaches in a row. If these guys don't like them, they're gonna tender la cama. I love that phrase. I don't know what, like I don't know how
0: you translate you tend it. it. Yeah,
4: yeah. <laughs> but I love it but like these guys are always going to be there and they're going to, they're going to quit on whatever coach comes and they're always going to be there and no one's going to blame them. And the cycle's is going to keep going and people are just going to keep complaining about the same thing.
0: Yeah. I mean, you're right about that. It does feel like the tables have turned and the players have the largest influence on the national team now. Joel, what you got for us, man?
1: I see mix bouncing back just because I don't think this was a, as big a loss as it's being made out to be. Um, yeah, I could can, I can see them making the final and then it could go anyway just because this next team is not its not that strong. Uh, you know, the process is just starting, so it'll take a while to, to get the players to jail. Um, so... Like you said, like US or Jamaica either or take a match even. Although I still the talent is there though. So I think if they yeah. if they're motivated, I see this Mex team, they they could win it, but they have to be motivated. That's always seems to be like a a big one for Mex for players where um they can lose confidence and then the team will suck. And then the exact same players if they're you know, they tickle their asses, you know, the right way and all of a sudden they, they're looking like world beaters playing a uh, two for two, going to toe, toe to toe against the Brazil's. Uh so it's so it's been a the enigma with Max. So I, I think that's gonna be one of the main things for Jimmy, like how if he wins this tournament, how does he win it? Is he is it gonna be like dominant or he's gonna just scrape by a win? Either or, I think it's it's necessary right now because it's a team with low morale. It, it, they just it hasn't been there for a while, um, so I think it's much needed, a, a bit of a confidence boost.
0: Yeah, I mean, this is definitely a, a tournament of rhythm. This is definitely a tournament of of moments, and it's it's going to come down to not the most talented team but the team that definitely has the most gel and we'll see you know we'll see how jimmy can motivate these players after this uh crushing defeat to qatar where they really i mean outplay their opponent 25 shots and all that like possession just couldn't get the goal uh i know the game against costa rica will be a lot different and then you know we'll, we'll go from there What uh what i will say is like Will the violence continue off the pitch? Will the puto chant continue? Those are things that just have been constantly happening in every single game in in, in this Gold Cup for Mexico.
3: The puto chant will never go away, at least in the next twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the generations is it after kid? me, like the soft generations that we like. No, guys, we can't do that. But like the Latin X generation, it's like
1: the little the kid,
3: can get rid of it.
1: Like the little kid making the the, the commercial.
3: Yeah, like and those his generation. <laughs> those his generation will get rid of it. The one that identifies Latin X and that have pronouns stuff like that. thinks <laughs> Yeah, but my generation <laughs> and generations above me, no, sir, it will not go away.
0: Yeah, I played a clip in the group uh, earlier this week about you know some of the best atmospheres in Argentina and there was this kid bro he was probably like 2 years old 3 and he already knew all the chants from the team bro it's like the whole 80 60 I don't know how many fans there were 60,000 fans are all in unison and like you love to see that man um the passion I missed
1: it Jaime I'm yeah. I'm have to send it to me
0: Yeah I have to scroll up and find it again uh as far as announcements um Decatito is up for sale. Sevilla has a lot of debt. So curious to see where he ends up. And uh, we do have Liga Mequis action continuing this week. Uh, looks like things will kick off on Friday. Puebla Santos, Necaxa, Tijuana. Keep your eye on Tijuana. I know they, they lost to the Pumas, but they had a pretty lively game. They have Coco Liso now. They have some a few signings. They have uh, uh, Corona as well. Uh, Cruz Azul Toluca should be a good one. Chivas San Luis. We'll see if Chivas can continue that momentum and see if there'll be some more debuts or maybe some some uh, some encores by the youngins that they debuted. But uh, yeah, we got plenty of football this weekend. Costa Rica Mexico on Saturday as well. So be there or be square. We'll see if we can try and broadcast after one of the matches, and uh, if not, we'll catch you guys next week. But appreciate y'all's supports. And uh, be safe out there if you go in the games. Don't try to stab anybody. Okay. All right. <laughs> Bye.